Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you guys? It is true crime week. Whoop, whoop. One of my favorite weeks is I don't gotta do shit, but listen <laughs> to a good story. What are we talking about, Catherine? <laughs> I just, I just know it's a doozy, as you called it. <laughs> we, what are we talking about? We are talking about two boys named John and Mark. John and Mark, huh? John and Mark. Now, these are not their actual names because their names were held back from the media due to their age. Oh, young killers. um, This one is, I would say, hmm, it's a toss-up to say if it was actually lighthearted, but I think this is more lighthearted than we normally go. Okay. So, in Manchester, in Britain, I should do this in my whole British accent the whole time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's offended. (laughs) In Manchester on June 29th, 2003, two boys, John, who was 14, and Mark, who was 16, were hanging out on a hot summer day. They entered an alleyway in the area called the Green Goose, and the boys claimed that a madman had come into the alleyway and attacked John. Uh, They described the man as being in their early 20s and wearing a black hooded jacket and black jeans. Detective Chief Inspector Julian Ross said that the attack was unprovoked and the police had no idea why it happened. John was stabbed twice, once in the chest, and that was a very um, light stab. It wasn't as deep. And then the other one was in his abdomen, which was six inches deep. Uh, This wound pierced his kidney and his liver and damaged his gallbladder, which he had to have removed. The second injury was the reason why he almost died on the operating table, because the blood was pooling into his abdomen, mm-hmm. limiting his diaphragm being able to be used. Therefore, he wasn't able to use his lungs, which meant he couldn't breathe. They were able to save him. He did not die. And he spent over a week in the hospital on a respirator as he recovered. In the hospital... He had requested to see a psychiatrist Mm. and then was placed on a four-month wait list. A four-month wait list. If someone wants to see a psychiatrist, it might be serious, you know, like. Right. And, I mean, I don't know. They just, like, had some kind of trauma, like being stabbed by some crazy madman. So, as the police investigated, they found that it couldn't have possibly happened the way the boys said. They reviewed the CCTV camera CCTV camera uh, shows only those two boys going down that alleyway. 
After being pressed by the police, John admitted that the person who stabbed him was Mark. John goes on to tell the story of how Mark stabbed him. Um, Mark said before he had stabbed him, I love you, bro, and stabbed him for the first time. Mark stood him up and held him back up and stabbed him again. John said that he was kneeling on his chest saying, trust me, while he held a knife to his stomach. And at one point, John picked himself back up off the ground and Mark had stabbed him again. And John yelled, call an ambulance, I'm dying. And Mark says, shush, people will hear you, be quiet. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just dying, you know. <laughs> right, that's what John, John's like, you've killed me. And then Mark said, don't say that, don't let that be the last thing you say to me. What do you want him to say? Then don't don't stab, don't stab me. Don't stab me, exactly. Don't. I'm just reminded of um like this whole situation it just reminded me of yeah. Scream. Right? When um when <laughs> Billy and Stu were like stabbing each other or when he stabbed stabbing him, each other and he's yeah. like Okay, little woozy here. Little woozy. Get a little woozy. <laughs> so at that point John passed out in the alleyway and that's how we come to the point that he was in the hospital and he was saved. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark was charged with attempted murder and pled guilty and was sent to juvenile detention. Okay. Uh, detention seems very um, <clears throat> light. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, I guess, technically kill I him, know. <laughs> but he sure tried. I just want to know why. Like, what the fuck did this lead up to? Which I'm guessing you're going to tell me. Right. So they also wanted to know why would Mark have done this to his friend? To appease. Like, they were friends. To appease Slender Man. I don't know. <laughs> wow, you guessed. Did no, I? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know some girls did that shit. Mm -hmm. They, like, attempted to kill their friend to appease Slender Man. Yep. Uh, during the investigation, they reviewed Mark's internet history. Oop. Porn. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> Worse. <laughs> Mark had been involved with many people in a chat room site. And he frequently spoke to over half a dozen people. One person that he spoke with frequently was named Janet Dobinson, who was a British Secret Service agent. Ooh, fancy. Definitely not a catfish. Right. <laughs> Other people that he met here online... Um, was John. John Dobin he also Schmeiger. Sorry. No, John who he stabbed. Oh. <laughs> he was also really good friends with John's sister who was named Rachel and they had a affair. Blossoming online romance. Yep, there it is. <laughs> a love triangle? Question mark? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and the other people who he spoke to were very big characters there Jim was Carrey. no just like they they were they just had all of the like stories you always hear when you were online so it was like Grooming. some girl who was in distress right Grooming. Yeah. Uh, a, a homosexual blackmailer the top spy janet a rapist and a murderer like they all had like crazy things so this was a conversation between janet and mark mark says so you want me to kill him 
Janet says, yes. Mark said, and I just leave him to die? What should I say? Stand there while I stab you or something? Janet says, just tell him you love him. Mark said, I love him, but this has to be done. Janet said, just take him to a quiet place, buy a knife, some gloves. Mark says, where do you buy gloves? Uh, where do you buy knives anyway? And Janet said, boots, which is a store, uh, like a convenience store, like a, I'm assuming like a target. And it was this whole thing where Janet was saying that after the, after he killed John, he would be next in line to become a secret service agent. And so yeah, that's I don't think that's what how you that need works. To do. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think that's how that works, no. but she told him, take him to a quiet place. Four agents are going to be watching you. And then you'll meet me at the police station afterwards. And so during the investigation though, can you just imagine <laughs> this right for, for a sec? <laughs> This random lady who he probably hasn't actually seen, they just texted, and they're like, oh, you know what? Kill your friend, and you will somehow be automatically inducted to be a super secret agent that people, you know, go to, like, academies for years for. Right, right. (laughs) numerous training, and this is the 16-year-old? Right. And... He's wondering where you buy a knife. Okay, first off, if you're going to be a secret agent, you need know, to know at least where to buy a knife. Right. Like, you would be I was, a little... I was about to say, if I were Janet, I would have been like, what, do you want me to kill him for you too? Like, what do... What can you bring to my secret service table? Like, clearly not a lot. Right. You're, you're telling me what I'm supposed to say, you know, how I'm supposed to do it, like, like all this stuff. And you can't find where to buy a knife? Janet, come on. Pick up. Come on. You need to. Pick someone else, Janet. Yeah, you need to fix your. Or you need to step up your recruiting game. Like, come on. Step up your standards. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, she might be us. Has no standards. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> She saw red flags oh, and uh, red flags, red flags. Looks like an amusement park um, to me. <laughs> but no, like literally, this dude is just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill my friend and I'm gonna show up to the police right. station. Can you imagine the police right. officers? This little 16 year old kid showing up with a bloody <laughs> knife and gloves. I'm just imagining him looking dopey as shit. And yeah. he, and he's just like, I did it, guys. Am I secret service now? (laughs) Like, I'm ready to be secret serviceman. Where's Janet? (laughs) I'm here for Janet. And then they're just... (laughs) They just take him away to the asylum. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, how... So, like, okay. MSN... This has happened in MSN chat rooms. And those were not safe for anyone. Honestly, it wasn't a safe space. But <laughs> I'm glad I'm a little. I'm, I, I I barely missed the MSN group chat, like chat rooms. I know, barely. Yeah. Yeah. But then we had Omega and Kit, <laughs> where we had video cameras. <laughs> yeah, and then every it every little too. shot was like a. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just a dick in the screen. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a bad time for the internet too. Mm-hmm. I feel like every, I feel like the internet was just a bad idea every, altogether. <laughs> honestly, every conversation. I don't think there was ever a good time on the internet. Like <laughs> the the cat memed the piano, the cat piano, <laughs> and the neon yeah. neon cat. Yeah, neon cat. I think that the only good thing the internet's for is memes. jokes and memes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> Um, Yikes. no literally like every omega conversation was like monday friday so you know mf it'd yeah. be like mf or yeah. they'd be like sex question mark <laughs> and i'm just like f m f <laughs> looking like a radio station up in here <laughs> fm <laughs> oh my gosh Oh my god, I'm getting triggered. I have so much, have so much cringe from that I time. Like, <laughs> That's why I'm like, oh lord. Cringe. Oh, the people that I should not have been talking to. Oh I know. I I remember I'm surprised there was this- that I'm not like I'm surprised that I wasn't like trafficked someplace. <gasps> like, right? I was talking to this and, like, dude in like Sweden. I, I was so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I remember talking to this dude in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And I like was in love with PewDiePie at this point, so I was oh. like, I was like, ooh, Swedish man. Um, definitely not PewDiePie, but uh, he was he was gross. He was gross. I had this, I had this online boyfriend. <laughs> I think we all did. Who I'm pretty sure was not a boy, mm-hmm. and he always told me like. He always told me that he he wrote a bunch of like really well known songs. Like he wrote for Avril Lavigne and he wrote for like all this stuff. And I'm just like, did you? Did you really? I was I was inquisitive. And then he was like, yeah, I'm just a ghostwriter. And I'm like, <gasps> oh my god, he's like, a ghostwriter. Oh. I was like, that's fancy. <laughs> oh my god, I re- I don't know if I ever told you this. This was like. This actually wasn't like two. I mean, it was when I was in high school, but um, yeah. there was this guy that I met him on POF, and he didn't have like he didn't have pictures. It was just like like a sunset or something, <laughs> and <laughs> he was Yikes. and then he was like, "I'll show you what I look like." Blah 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 blah. He was like, "I just don't like putting pictures of my face because he's famous or he's like well known." <laughs> So I was like, okay. Like, I didn't believe him, but I was just, like, entertaining myself with him. And, because, you know, we like detention. (laughs) So I would, like, talk to him and stuff because he was, like, actually really into me. And he wasn't, like, rude or anything. Like, he was actually kind of nice. But I specifically remember he lived in Canada, like, somewhere in Canada. And he was, like, he wanted me to be his sugar baby. And he was like, I'll like he literally looked up because I told him that I was like in the Washington area. Yeah. And he looked up like these photo studios like in the Washington area. And he was like, I'll pay you like five thousand dollars to go here and I'll pay for your photo shoots. And he sent me like this like pictures of this lingerie that he wanted me to be in and and blah blah. And basically wanted to pay for photos of me in these how old were you i was i was like 18 17 or 18 
Oh, it was. Yeah, it was pushing it. That was close. To, that was close to some child like bad stuff. Yeah, I know. And I remember he wanted me to come to Canada. He was like, "I will pay for you to come visit me." And then, and then he was like, "Yeah, your friend can come with." Like he was basically like, "Yeah, bring your friends." Da, 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 da. And I was like, "How old was he?" Like late twenties, early thirties. I do not like that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird time. I remember he was he was some author. Like that's what he said he was. He was he said he was a famous like Canadian author. Did Did you ever see a picture of him? Nope. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I can't remember. I think I, we just stopped talking because I was like, eh. I was in this like little friend group who we so all th- all three of us talked on Skype basically all day. So like we'd turn like we'd wake up and we'd get into a Skype call and then like we'd leave and come back to the Skype call. We just leave the computer on. And so it was always on. We were probably muted. And then whenever we'd come back, we just unmute ourselves and be like, Hey, what's up? And if someone was there, they'd 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 talk back. So it was a boy it was a boy and a girl, and they started dating. And I knew the boy worked. He lived in Ohio and I knew where the boy worked. And so me and her were on Skype one night and he was at work. And so I called the store that he worked at and I called and I said, hello, can I speak to Andrew? And it was the same voice that was talking to us every night and every day. And it was, but it was higher, like a girl's voice. She goes, uh, there's no one here named Andrew and then hung up. Andrew's going to have some explaining to do. Well, Andrew was a girl, so. And my friend had been dating him. (laughs) But she was straight. (laughs) It was kind of a strange thing. Yeah, I bet. But that's what happened to you in the early 2000s on the internet. (laughs) Right. Even the late 2000s, I don't know. (laughs) I know, wild times, wild times. I said, I really think our parents weren't really prepared for handling kids on the internet. Oh, no. Because, like, because I don't think they understood what the repercussions were. And so <laughs> all of the people who had internet connections, like, with with no parents watching, mm-hmm. all had some kind of messed up story happen to them. Oh, yeah. In some, in some manner, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember, like, this one guy that I was talking to. We played this game. Like, I actually knew what he looked like and stuff, and he was who he said he was. But just the shit that, like, guys would do to try to get nudes from you. (laughs) We were playing this game, and he was like, every picture I send, like, I basically have to recreate it. So he would, so started out with, like, a fork in my hand or whatever. And, or, because he would, he, he would did that, and then I did that. And then eventually, like, it was just going back and forth like that. And eventually he sent me, like, like a, like, lifting up his shirt. Yuck. And I was like, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Haley was smart. Like, we would just blindly fall for that? Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I was like, Haley was a little bit smart at that one. With that one. I had my dumb moments for sure, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Back to the story. What are we talking back about? Back to our story. <laughs> the dangerous tales of the internet is what we were talking about. <laughs> Janet. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. And John and Mark. While researching all of this stuff from all of these chat sites, 
the police found another really vital piece of information that all of the people that Mark was speaking to, all about half over half a dozen of them, were one person. And that person was John. What the fuck? John, who was the one who got stabbed, yes. John was telling yeah. his friend to stab him? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get a little bit into it. Between the two boys, there was over 500 pages of chats, tra- chat transcripts. There was about 133 gigabytes of data between them. And again, it was about seven people that John had created while talking to Mark. For months, John had a correspondence with Mark, creating multiple personas and wild imaginative stories. When questioned by the police, John said that it was so easy like feeding a dog because Mark was so gullible. The judge says that it was like an internet soap opera to read these transcripts. Each person even spoke in like a different style so much so like that's how much detail John put into this. This 14-year-old right, <laughs> manipulated a 16-year-old. So John spent hours on his computer anytime after school starting at about 4 p.m. until 7 a.m. when he had to go to school the next day. He stopped eating and all he wanted to do was be online. And it was like, he said it was like satisfying a craving. So John was charged with inciting his own murder, which is like, that's, cr- that's a weird charge. Rare. <laughs> really, really weird charge. You were charged with attempted murder of yourself. When he finally got to see a therapist after his four months wait list. That's crazy. He said, I really just wanted to be dead is what he said. And then John described himself as very isolated. And he told his therapist that if he was dead, then nothing else could happen between Mark and him and all the characters. And he said he knew he was addicted, but not only to the internet. The reason why I think he started this whole thing slash ended the whole thing was because he actually loved Mark. Like he wanted to be with Mark. Like a partner? Like a partner, yeah. Mm. And, you know, he had created Rachel, his sister, who Mark dated. All of those kinds of things. He was oh, right. very, very interested in Mark, you know? Um, and when he and he and John, when Mark and John would hang out together, he'd see that Mark was, like, very interested in girls. And, like, yeah. it was very strange for him. And he was obvious, he was pretty, he was bullied in school, like... It was sad that he wanted to die, really. But when Mark was questioned after they found out that it was John and John had admitted to it, Mark stood by the fact that he said that it that he had heard voices talking to him to tell him to kill John. I don't think Mark understood that it was really John. Hmm. I don't think Mark ever understood that, you know? Like I mean he probably doesn't Mark's, he probably didn't want to believe that it was his friend that was pretending to be his right. girlfriend and right. his top and secret all these agent that he and, wanted to be so bad. And t- right. And telling him all these lies and like, you know, he was really spinning a tail for Mark. Mm-hmm. Like he made a real web. Right. Real web of and a even lie. the judge was like, he, <laughs> the judges, the judge, when he read it, he said the continuity and this boy's memory was actually really phenomenal. 
some of these storylines, not even like the best fiction writers could have come up with is what he said. That's the, that's the story charged for inciting his own murder. That's crazy. It's crazy. When I heard that, I was like, no, I'm sorry, but I'm just like, can you imagine if he went to prison? Like, is he in prison or is he just like in juvenile? Detention? He went to juvenile detention. I think that he, he got out. It's hard to know exactly what happened to him because no one knows his name. Oh, uh, no true. media. Yeah, no media true. outlet was allowed to post either boy's name. Yeah, that's crazy. So they can like live a normal life because they were all yeah the age of eighteen because they were minors when it happened. Yeah, and no one technically died. I think that Mark was probably just spent time in juvie and maybe in some sort of therapy. <laughs> I hope so. I- Definitely Afterwards, scary. like the boys' mothers wouldn't let them speak. They wouldn't let them like have any contact. Obviously, I feel and, like, like that would have some like trigger. <clears throat> yeah, like definitely some trauma trigger something. Right, right. Like, oh, that's the guy that made me want to kill him. Right, that's the guy that talked me into killing like, him or trying to kill him. I feel like it's so like it's so sad though that John had put himself into this this corner that the only way out was that he would be killed right or that he would he would the other option is for him to kill himself it's just it's just sad though you know like that that's where it went to but like it's just it's a straight it's like another tale of of addiction you know like it's not drugs it's not alcohol but it's still an addiction that ends up you know it's almost like that thing where it's like, if I can't have you, no one can. Because if he would have killed him, he would have went to jail. Right. So. Yeah. It's almost like he wanted him to go to jail for his friend's murder. But then I feel like they would have right. figured it out anyway because they would have they would have traced everything back. They would Yeah, they would have figured it out one way or the other. I don't think that the 14-year-old thought out that far. Mm-mm. It's surprising that the 14-year-old thought out this much. Like... Right. And some characters went into like a coma for a little bit. And like, there was always a reason that one, I don't know, Mark never pieced together the fact that he never saw them in the same chat room at the same time. Yeah. John would create such elaborate reasons that he had to leave to bring in the next person. That's crazy. It's just crazy. It was, it's crazy. Like it's, it's very elaborate. Like it's very smart. It's very elaborate. And it's very, I mean, Okay, I don't want anyone to kill themselves or try to get someone else to kill them. But it's very creative. Yeah. I mean, they, they said, like, this boy, his, like, if he had used his brain to do something different than this, could have been really talented and, and successful probably at it. I mean, who knows? Maybe they are. They Maybe they work past yeah. this and they're a successful person. I don't know. An author, maybe. Oh, maybe there's a guy from Canada. Oh. <gasps> I hope not. <laughs> That's the true crime. It's a short one, but it's a Shorty, but crazy it, it, one. Yeah, it's it's a different story. Like it, it's definitely different than anything we've talked about. I was like, I was like, it's a little more lighthearted. No one gets like brutally, you know, no one dies, decapitated or anything. You know, no one dies. Oh, and there's a movie called uh, uh, "You Want Me to Kill Him," and I was thinking, I was like, oh, we could do this for True Crime versus Hollywood. But if we watch the movie and then I told you the story, you'd know. The twist. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you'd know the twist. And so that's the reason why I didn't want you to, like, be able to tell what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we can watch it now and be like, oh, 
Yeah. But you should watch the movie. I've never seen it. And maybe it has a little bit of different information in it. There's there's like the, a very long Vanity Fair article about him. And it's it's crazy. Like if you have time to read it, you can. But it's, and it's way more detailed. Time. Like it has a lot of the information. <laughs> it has a lot of the information on there. Uh, but this weekend... This weekend that you're hearing this is our birthday weekend. Me and Haley. Oh, it is. So Yay. tell us happy birthday. November 20th and 21st. Go to Instagram. Tell us happy birthday. Yeah. Try it out. Just try it. Please. And while you're there, follow us on Instagram. And uh, yeah, as you lay your little head down on your pillow tonight, don't talk to people, strangers on the internet. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't nope. try to kill anyone because someone on the internet told you no. to. Well, don't try to kill anyone ever, but like specifically because right. you're on the internet and told you to. And we will see you in your DMs. <laughs> Just kidding. In your nightmares. <laughs>